Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. How you doing, kiddo? I'm doing great. Raise your hand if you're excited for this podcast. I'm excited for this podcast. <laughs> you wore your fancy sweatpants. I wore the only sweatpants I really wear. I you, get- you wear those sweatpants so much. I know. And what's so cool is they came from your grandma. Exactly. Yeah. I get so many questions where people are like, where did you get your sweatpants? Oh my gosh, they're so like cute, trendy. Nona June. Which means they probably came from Walmart. Well, yeah, but that doesn't <laughs> sound nearly as good to say. <laughs> yeah, no, they are my grandma's. And- passed down from generations of sweatpants wearers. Absolutely. I'm very excited to do this podcast in these sweatpants. Shall we roll the intro music? Okay, let's do it. Mags and Dads, wholesome chaos. Mags and Dads, wholesome chaos. That's a really good song. That's a really good theme song. Great job, Eddie and Maggie. Thank you very much. Was it hard to sing those notes that were like (laughs) off key, deliberately so? You're bringing that up because you know how hard it was for me. Yeah. I really struggled with that. Well, it's not off key. It's just dissonant. It's yeah. out, not where you would expect it to be, which is why yes. it's chaotic. Yeah. Very intentional and clever. Very. But harder the to composer do. composer did a great job. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. <laughs> so how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm pretty tired, but not anymore because we're doing this, so I'm excited. Yeah, I know what you mean. I start my day with a lot of energy, and then I go through a lull after a few calls. I've had a few business calls today, and um, but it's nice to see you, and it's nice to be focused in on another conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. So a couple big things happened in your life. Um, you know, we launched the first episode. We did. Feedback's been, been awesome. We're like rocking and rolling, and we can't wait to keep doing this for a long time. Lot of, your hair's looking awesome. Thank you very much. It's, yeah. Well, it's the same color as last time. But. It's the same color as last time, but it was new. It was like brand new yeah. when we did it then, which was interesting because we did our podcast pictures, and then you decided to get your hair done. Yeah, which you did not love, um, and in, that's okay. I, in the end, it was like, I don't care. It's You're still you. Yeah, I was going to go like really dark hair, like as dark as it could be without it being like straight black. Um, but then I decided, you know what, summertime, let's go blonde. Also, I kept seeing a ton of pictures, um, on Instagram and stuff of Billie Eilish's platinum blonde hair. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah. So she's got this like beautiful platinum blonde look now. Yeah. And people always tell me I look like Billie Eilish. And so I was like, well, she can do it. Maybe that means I could do it, but I'm. But I it's took not like a the blondest. Step. It's not the blondest Maggie has ever been, though. Oh no! No, there was there was a time, <laughs> and this is a good story, I think, to oh. kick off with the episode. Oh man! So when you're like us, when you're the Thurman family, and people know you come from a theater theater background, and you know you're really artistic people who get things done, like we talked about in la- last episode, like we follow through on our commitments. Then sometimes you get asked to do things that are that are really fun. Like in this case, it was because um, Maggie's school decided, <sighs> middle school, that they were going to do a production of Peter Pan. Seventh grade. Seventh grade. 
and that they wanted to cast Maggie as Tinkerbell in the show and wanted to know if I knew how to do any rigging for flying. And of course I have friends who are in the stunt business and, and have equipment as, you know, to fly people for major motion pictures and all kinds of really fun things like that. So, so I called up um, my friend John Zimmerman down in Florida. We went down there as a family and we uh, spent some time learning how to fly Maggie. Pretty simple kind of rig and Peter, by the way, two people. <laughs> and then came back and really to get into the character, we thought, Maggie, are you going to dye your hair blonde? And you I had really was long so hair. I excited. See, in my mind, I looked amazing. Like before I did it, in my mind, I thought I was just going to come out looking straight like Tinkerbell. And Tinkerbell, I mean, she's a cartoon, but she's like beautiful. She's fairy like, probably because she's a fairy. And like, I just really thought that that was going to happen for me. And it was really rude that that's not how it turned out for 12-year-old me. Are you talking about the result of the hair dye or the result of living with blonde hair at that Both? point in your life? Both. I was remember, it blonder than you thought I, it would be? Um, I just don't think I pulled it off as well as I thought I was going to. And it didn't help that like I was a tan kid. I had dark eyebrows. Like I had like like I looked like I should be brunette, but mm -hmm. I was platinum blonde. Like really, really platinum, yeah, really blonde. Yeah, and I didn't do anything to my hair at the time. Like I didn't really know how to style anything. So it was it was not my favorite. This is actually, I, I think this is so funny, but it's a little sad. I remember one of my friends told me like a few years after the fact when we were in high school that a guy she was friends with came in that fateful day in seventh grade, the day after I had dyed my hair, and he walked up to her and went, yesterday she was hot. Now... It's so it bad. was really sad. Oh my gosh, what a difference a day makes. <laughs> I know. And, and you're looking at that going, like, you can't easily undo this. Yeah. And yeah. so that's when I started telling everyone. I was like, they made me, what can I say, show business. When in reality, it was a middle school production of Peter Pan. That your parents <laughs> totally supported. It was like, yeah. oh, this will be fun. Yeah, well, with Let's the see whole... what our daughter looks like, uh, completely blonde. Absolutely. And with the whole blonde thing, it was like, I had already sacrificed my hair for that show. I was really committed. And then we had the flying aspect. And <laughs> I don't, there was one instance when we were practicing and I was pretty high up in the air. The way it worked is there's a harness around your stomach and your legs, but the main point where weight's hanging from is your stomach. And I remember I was pulled up pretty high and then there was some sort of issue. I think you were the one doing it. And I got dropped a few feet, not on the ground, but just like a jolt. And it hurt my rib really bad. And to this day, when I turn like this, like to my right, my rib pokes out. <laughs> I know. That makes me feel so bad. No, it's okay. It was, it was a learning experience. Well, it was a learning experience for both of us. And you didn't hit the ground and all that was good. No. Yeah, but... But we did a good job. Yeah. The, and the show, the audiences loved it. Absolutely. What a way. And it built a lot leave. of character. Yeah. And I think the crazy thing was, so after the first scene or whatever, where I was hooked up flying, rather instead of getting unhooked on stage and going off stage, because that's how it would have had to work, we decided it'd be best if they just raised me as high as I could go. Yeah. And there was a little curtain at the top of the screen. And so I... 
they put like a little rope up there and I held on to the rope tucked in a little ball hiding behind the curtain at it, the top of the stage. It was literally like two and a half feet. Yeah. They, she had to like sneak up into the space and disappear for like seven minutes. Yeah. While a whole, uh, another act unfolded uh, below. And yeah, I'm sure the audience, the idea was they thought there was this space up there that yeah. you went to and like a, like a big catwalk up there mm-hmm. or something. But if they were to look, no, they, we were just in the cafeteria. Yep. Yeah. Middle school production. Yeah. Eddie and I were, um, were definitely both the guys who were flying you that day. Yeah. Yeah. And well, not that day, but cause we took turns. Sometimes I was traveling, but Eddie was the other, the other rope operator. You know, feels is a better way to feel better. Feels is a premium CBD that will help keep your head clear and help you feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. There's no hangover or addiction. And you started taking before we did. Yeah. I got into it because I was looking for a way to control my joint pain. As a 50-something-year-old acrobat, (laughs) you're always looking for the little extra edge, and it helped me a ton. Yeah, I started looking into CBD my junior year of high school because I was feeling really overwhelmed, really stressed, a lot of anxiety. And so I started looking into different natural remedies and CBD was always what came up. How it works is you place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and everybody's dose is different. In fact, Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience so that you can find your perfect dose. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your CBD. Yeah, they are the best. Joining the Feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel at any time. So start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash chaos and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's Feels, F-E-A-L-S dot com slash chaos to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Feels.com slash chaos. And I think you feel less chaos when you take Feels CBD. <laughs> I went to the doctor today. How was it? Are you okay? Yeah. I, I mean, I figured if I was like, dying or anything he would have called me to tell me that not a doctor's visit like two weeks later so expectations weren't crazy um but yeah it's it's wild so I made a TikTok a while back about how I got an MRI and a lot of people were asking like why why did like what's happening um I went through a phase where like I couldn't really stand for super long without getting really dizzy and like almost passing out but I actually, I think the story's pretty funny of, like, how all of it started. Like, why we started going back to the doctors and stuff because of the gym. Like, in the moment, was it funny? No. But looking back at it, I feel like we can all laugh. Are we talking about you passing out at the gym? Yeah. Well, I can't laugh at that because I wasn't there. You laughed at it when I told it funny way how I did. Well, it was really funny. <laughs> exactly. Because That's what I'm saying. The funny part, and you know, humor is great whenever something traumatic happens. Anyway, once you know people are okay, mm-hmm. you know. You, but your roommate was distraught, and he was yeah. really freaked out by the whole so, situation. The way it all went down was my roommate Annie and I um, in college. 
we we were doing really well with going to our gym every day and like really taking advantage of the fact that we had a free gym like with our tuition um and it was the second day that we decided we were going to do the it's like the 33 10 thing where you're on a treadmill and it's like three speed 10 incline for 30 minutes straight so I was literally just walking for 30 minutes and I I felt pretty okay about it. I had just listened. It was the day Taylor Swift released Mr. Perfectly Fine. So I had just finished listening to it. I was like, wow, what a song. And Annie and I finished up at the same time and we got off the treadmill and I started to feel really bad. And I like, I've passed out since I was a kid. This isn't yeah. a crazy new thing for me. We've, I've passed I out know. in a variety of odd situations. Um, but I, we were walking to get the wipes to clean off the equipment. And I told Annie, I said, I think I'm going to pass out. And I sat down. And she, from her perspective, I totally get it. Because I say that phrase a lot. I'll get dizzy and I'll be like, oh, I feel like I'm about to pass out. So I understand that she didn't take it seriously. <laughs> but um, she, she like was walking back to her machine. She actually, she said what happened was I laid down on my back. And she went to hand me a wipe to clean off my machine that she would have gotten me. And I didn't take it because I was slipping into unconsciousness. <laughs> but she thought, she thought I was just ignoring her. And so she was like, just walked away kind of like, okay, I guess I'm going to clean her machine for her, whatever. And then she heard a noise and turned around and I was convulsing on the floor. Um, classic. Wow. Yeah, so that's when I got a little less fun because... Like, I actually, I feel so bad that she had to go through that of, like, she came over, she turned me on my side, which, good remembering, like, if someone's having a seizure, you put them on their side. Um, but you weren't having a seizure. Yeah, but I was having, like, a seizure-like time. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, but then then it got less fun, yeah. <laughs> so the, the other part about that that I thought, we made a joke about was like the same gym a couple weeks prior, Maggie got asked to cover her midriff because you were wearing a <gasps> yeah. like a shirt that went only down to here, like you do on your TikToks quite like a bit. I do right like now. you're doing right now. And apparently that wasn't okay in this gym. And so they asked her to cover her midriff. And so when you said I passed out at the gym and I was on the ground convulsing and I said, was your midriff showing? <laughs> yeah. That was my, uh, my way of lightening the mood. Someone at the just time. walks over and says, excuse me, ma'am. Uh, can you, can you cover your stomach please? <laughs> so history of passing out, you should probably revisit that. What are, what are some of the most memorable? <laughs> well, maybe not for you cause you were passed out, but some of the most memorable, like for me, it would be the family, family photo. Photos. Yeah. Like, like we're all lining up for family Classic. photos with, with the, you know, extended families, with my <laughs> brothers and sisters and parents and, and uh, and then Maggie suddenly slips away and she's on the ground, not convulsing, but just no. But I think you I gave out. you a heads up on that one, yeah. And, and it was really warm in there. That yeah. was part of the problem. I remember we were all standing together, very posed, um, bright lights, and I started to get really dizzy. And I just turned to whoever was behind me, like my parents or whatever, and I, I told you guys I was like, I'm gonna pass out. And I think someone said like, what? And then sure enough, I remember waking up with. Yeah. Aunt Sandy fanning me. <laughs> yeah, and that's not the way you want to be the center of attention. No. No. <laughs> and so, like, also school assemblies. I think, to me, one of the funny ones, too, was in church. Do you remember that? No. It was you, me, Eddie, and 
a friend I used to have, Alexis. Yeah. And it was like one of our first times taking Alexis to church with us because she had slept over the night before. And we were standing during worship. And worship was pretty loud in there. Um, but I just remember getting really dizzy. And then I remember being over like the front of me was over the chair in front of me which everyone was standing so it's not like I landed on anyone but I remember like getting up and you you like leaned over and you're like did you just pass out and I was like yeah (laughs) and I I made jokes about it where I was like I was just really filled with the Holy Spirit that day (laughs) just yeah I guess so I mean maybe you were (laughs) who knows so what did the doctor say are we ever going to figure this out oh I don't think so. I think I'm just supposed to drink Gatorade and go to therapy. <laughs> I do think that's wise, though. Therapy therapy's good. And electrolytes. Electrolytes. Yeah. Yep. I've been, I've been drinking a lot more Gatorade lately. I'm on some medicine for blood pressure. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. It's fine. It's something I can live with. You do a lot of extreme things, and it seems to never happen while you're doing something extreme. Which is nice. Yeah, so your adrenaline kind of compensates um, for that. So <laughs> I, I'm not worried about you. And, well, in that <laughs> regard. <laughs> in any regard? No, no, you're, you're pretty amazing. Thanks, buddy. Mm-hmm. And I've got no problem with you making content with your dad. <laughs> That's been the, bi- the greatest joy. And, you know, we're always busy. There's always a lot happening. Um, but I always have a little bit of extra time when we need to make a TikTok or learn a dance or try something crazy. And honestly, I've done more dancing in the last year, year and a half because of Maggie and because of TikTok than I've probably ever done in my life. And I've always liked to dance. I did take dance classes when I was really young, Um, but I've learned a lot more from you and it's just so much fun to put it out there in the world. I have fun too. Do you have a favorite dance we've done? Nope, I forget them all immediately <laughs> after we're over. They, I dump them. It's like it's like a, when I stay in a hotel and I immediately leave and I forget what room I was in. Mm. That's kind of my same association to our dances. Broadening it up, do you have a favorite TikTok we've done? Oh no, I, I like going back through them because you know favorites are hard. Yeah, favorite anything is hard because it puts you in a box. But I I love the variety of the comedy, the dance, the the stage combat, the things that are really well thought out and planned, the things that are super spontaneous. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really neat. And, it's, and I think what's interesting about how you built your TikTok channel, it's not one thing over and over and over again. It's constantly a variety of things which ever broadens that spectrum of you and who you are as a person. I think that's harder to do, to build a brand. Do you have a favorite dance that we've done? I think... It wasn't even necessarily the dance, but just the video and the fun of it where you and Eddie were juggling clubs. Yeah. Um, and it was the the song from the lyrics, the how bad can I be? And I danced like through the clubs and yeah. then back. I think that was so fun. And that's one thing I love to do with TikToks is just kind of have an added element. Like if it's a dance... Um, I'm not the best dancer. Like, I'm not a bad dancer, but there's dancers on TikTok. You know what I mean? Like, Mariah, for instance, or, like, Casey, or just, like, all these incredible dancers. And so, in my mind, if I'm going to put out a dance video, I want there to be an added little, oh, that's different, or something like that, since Mm -hmm. I know 
I'm, mine probably won't be the best execution of it. Like I'll do my best, but um, that's why some I, twist or some yeah. kind of creative elevation to the whole yeah, idea. Something that makes it personal to me. Right. And so that's why I, I love doing that. We should do another one of those while Eddie's here um, with the juggling clubs. Also, that's why I started dancing on the rolling globe. Cause I was like, ah, I, I can do this. Why not do, whoops, I touched the mic. <laughs> why not do the renegade on a rolling globe or something like that? And people seem to really like that. Yeah, yeah. I think more more people should do rolling globes. They're fun. I don't know. I fell on it pretty bad today. Now my knee really hurts. <laughs> Does it really? Yeah, I Are think you it's okay? bleeding. Yeah, it'll be fine. I've been experimenting lately with protein powder. And by experimenting, he means he slips it into our smoothies and sees if we notices. And we always do because it tastes bad. Yeah, they notice. But you know what doesn't taste bad is Magic Spoon cereal. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's actually awesome. And it's good for you. It's healthy. It accomplishes the same thing because it has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein, and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. Only 140 calories per serving as well. It's keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free, low-carb, and GMO-free. And the variety pack comes with four awesome flavors, cocoa, fruity, frosted, and peanut butter. You know what I did yesterday? What? I mixed the frosted with the fruity. You crazy After dinner kid. with some almond milk. <laughs> It was delicious, like a little dessert cereal. So if you want to try some Magic Spoon, all you have to do is go to magicspoon.com slash wholesome to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code wholesome at checkout to save $5 off your first order. $5, that's awesome. <laughs> and Magic Spoon is so confident in their product that it's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. Remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash wholesome and use the code wholesome to save $5 off. Okay, question. Answer. When you were a kid... Or now, but like mainly when you were a kid, did you and your friends ever like make your own secret languages? Did we ever make our own secret languages? Well, I mean, there was the gibberish. Yeah. Yeah. Did the gib of the go over the gitch? Yeah, the guess. Did the goo to the go over the guest of the gov for the god to the gas and the gin to the gib of the go over the gitch? Maggie just said, let's do the rest of the podcast in gibberish, which we will not do. Because that would definitely not be listenable. Our ads call us and they're like, uh, what is this? <laughs> yeah, right? No, no. But that was one that I learned. Um, it wasn't, I wasn't a kid, though. I was probably in college when I learned that for the first time. Mm -hmm. Why? Did you? Um, yes. But because of gibberish, actually. How it worked is my friend Aiden and I, we had like these two, like three friends um, in high school who they all spoke gibberish to each other in front of us, but refused to teach us, which is so rude. Okay, stop right there. Okay. Let's teach them because this is very rude. No, we can't teach them. No, we can't? No. Why not? Because it has to, you can't like mass teach it. It's got to be a personal thing. Once you gain someone's trust, once they're ready to learn the language, it's a very personal thing. The gibberish community will come after you if you do that. I don't want to get canceled by exactly. the gibberish community. You will. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but yeah. Call me. <laughs> and so I remember um, we were, I think we were coming home from the airport one day, um, like the family. And 
I opened a video from one of them where they were speaking in gibberish. And I was like, oh, I can't, like, I wish I knew this. And you're like, knew what? And I was like, it's this language. I don't really know how it goes. And I was like, something like githa. And you, <laughs> you stopped me and you were like, oh, gibberish? And my mind was blown because I thought this was their own thing. Like I thought the three of them knew it and that was it. And you were like, no, I learned in college. And what you told me was that you actually spoke gibberish in French. Right. Well, there was one particular person who I knew in college and we both spoke French. And she was a girlfriend at the time. And so, yeah, so we took it to the next level (laughs) because we both knew a little bit of French. And so we would do gibberish plus French. I was trying to see if I could say something in French and gibberish. Hmm? Fribberish. 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 Yes, fribberish. Oh, because it's French. <laughs> um, b- b- I can't even. I- I'd-, I'd butcher it if I tried to speak French slash gibberish at the moment. <sighs> I want to speak French. I started to learn. I start to learn a lot of languages. You start to learn a lot of things. Yeah. Would you rather be a person who understood and knew how to do one thing extremely well or knew how to do a lot of things to a pretty high degree of capability? See, that's a really good question because I think I like cry over this so often where I'm getting better at it. But like I feel like I'm mediocre at everything. Like I feel like I can do a lot of things but I feel like I'm mediocre at everything. And like, I want to be excellent at everything, but that means I can't be good at other things. Like, it's just, it's a tricky situation. So to answer your question, I don't know. (laughs) Well, I mean, but it's a good question to have and even to continue to answer in different ways throughout your life or just to accept the consequences. Because I mean, your audience would say you're amazing at everything. Yeah. But you know, I'm not <laughs> in every discipline. There's a next level that that some people can aspire to and get to. Yeah, every TikTok posted has like 25 drafts before it. So yeah, yeah, a lot of that. And we, we don't spend a lot of time. We spend a lot of time, but also you're interested in a lot of different things. Yeah. And so in my mind, I would rather have a level of competence and ability to, enough to, enough ability to enjoy it. Like how much ability do you really need to, in order to enjoy playing a guitar or to enjoy playing drums or a sport or whatever and to have fun with it? Um, and then you can learn different skills and different sports and different things like that. That, that to me, is the idea of a good time. Mm-hmm. And then gradually try to get better and learn how to connect your different learnings from one sport and see how they work into something else and see the, the connections between kind of how everything is really similar in some ways and the way you learn anything is the way you could do something else. But you've, if you know that it's that one thing for you and you want to be the best musician or singer or songwriter or artist or whatever it is, then, then that's good too. Yeah. I just don't have that kind of focus. <laughs> Yeah. I think I think it's important to have a lot of different interests for me personally. Um, I also kind of feel the need at this point to have a lot of different interests to keep things entertaining, like on TikTok, you know? Um, Mix it up. Yeah. Give a variety. When you actually think about kind of the phases we've gone through with TikTok... It's wild. I mean, we started off really solely doing dances. We would do one dance a week. Um, 
and that would be it. We'd get it done. We'd be like, okay, great, perfect, we're done, we did it. And then I don't even remember the first comedy video we did, but I was so nervous about it, and people loved it. Like, people really liked the funny side of us. The Halloween ones were pretty early on. The trick-or-treat ones. Yeah. But they got taken down because the audio that we used, for whatever reason, and so we lost all the audio in those videos. Yeah. They were really funny. For sure. And I think that's something I've had to, like, come to accept is, or try to believe that people find me funny. Like, I so often feel like, oh, no, I'm not actually funny. It's my dad, or it's, like it's people are just lying to me or whatever. Um, well, you do come up with most of the good ideas, though. She really does. I mean, Maggie says, hey, I think this will work, and I go along with it. I mean, I come up with some things, too, and, and she uh, humors me, but... The ice cream TikTok? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that one never got made. We had an idea that we were going to go get ice cream at this um, ice cream place we really liked, and that we were going to get... <laughs> do you want to explain it? Do you want to? I think we should just do it. No, should we? Yeah. Okay, I well, can't. let's at least explain it. And then so people can see it if we do it. The idea would be one of us is looking at the other person and just literally screaming. At the top of their lungs. At the top of their lungs. And then the other person looks at the other person. It's like the other person's point of view. The other person is screaming at the top of their lungs. And then the third shot is you see the ice cream sign behind us and our, our faces like this and we're, we're screaming at each other. Ah. And then the last shot is that we both have ice cream. Yeah. And it's like ice cream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. It was yeah. the whole idea. That was it. But it was just done in screaming. <laughs> and he's giving me a thumbs up. He likes so it. So we, should we actually do that? Is that funny? But okay. but but the here is the deal is when it came to executing that idea, <laughs> we couldn't do it. This it was so crowded in front of the ice cream place. This was in <sighs> Islands, North Carolina. At, at, I know. And we literally would have had to like look like we had lost our mind. Yeah. And that we were just screaming at the top of our lungs, and I we just, just we bailed. I wasn't prepared <laughs> to sacrifice that for TikTok. <laughs> well, you sacrifice a lot for TikTok, <laughs> yeah. and it doesn't matter where you draw the line; it always wants more. Yeah. Like TikTok is never satisfied. Not the people, but like you, you mentioned, we used to do weekly or a mm -hmm. couple a week. And then now it's like, if you don't post something every day, you feel like you're behind. And then you, yeah. you do post and there's that wonderful feeling of like, oh, we did it. We got some content out. But then almost immediately you're like, what are, what, what's next? What are we going to do next? Yeah. I, I don't feel like this right now, which is really good, but there's definitely been times where it just feels like a strain, like a job, which it is. Like, it, it's how I make my income. It's how I make my living. Um, it's been super beneficial. But when it just feels like a chore, and those are the worst times. But that's when it's so nice that, like, a lot of my content is family content because – I can come to you or you can come to me and we can just have like an honest moment where we're like, I need content. Will you help me? And every single time the other one of us will be like, yeah, because we get that feeling. And most of the time, <laughs> it's a really good atmosphere when we film TikToks and we both end up actually having a lot of fun with it. Most we of feel the better. Time. <laughs> we feel yeah. better when we're done. Yeah. Yeah. We've definitely had our snappy moments at each other. 
before, but... And we've had TikToks that did really well that we had put very little thought into, but also TikToks that, you know, we really worked hard on. And in both cases, it feels good. Like, mm -hmm. it feels very satisfying. Yeah, that's something we had to decide really early was, like, what's the... Where's the bar? Yeah, where's the, like who are we trying to satisfy here? Yeah, like what are we going to call a success? And we had to decide it's not about the view count at all. Yeah, we had to decide that no matter the view count, no matter the likes, if at the end of the day we are proud of that video, it stays up. It could it could have completely flopped, but if we are proud of it, then that video is going to stay up because we think it's going to have a positive contribution. Um, and that mindset is a lot easier when things aren't flopping. <laughs> but let me tell you, sometimes sometimes it it gets a little rough. And but when it gets rough, it's really a reality check of like, hey, you're putting too much of your worth into this. Yeah, but come on. I mean, we've got the greatest fans ever. Yeah, we have some. We some have great love people. galore on yeah. our on our comment sections and in our pages. Yeah. And that reality would be so much harder if that wasn't the case. I have so many people who love me so much they want to be my stepmom. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> we actually haven't gotten those comments as much lately. No, I think it's because you're introducing mom more in your episodes. Yeah, I'm like, hey, he's married. Um, leave him alone, please. This I'm going to have to talk about this in therapy. <laughs> about all these women, some of them my age, pining after my dad. Like, that is... This is not my favorite thing to read in a comment section, but you live in. It's your very own. sweet. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it's very sweet. Well, um, I have a segment. I have a segment. You ready? Yes. This segment is called "Dad Defines Gen Z Terms." Okay. You ready? I think so. First word. You should get this. Cap. Cap is like um, truth. Like I call cap is like I call, I, th I don't think that's true. And no cap means it is true. That's very good. And very specific. That was a very good definition. High five. High five. <laughs> I thought my arm was longer. <laughs> We're trying to, okay. That go. is the second time we've tried to high five today, but neither one of us has leaned in. <laughs> it hasn't actually happened. Um, do you next, have another one? I do. Next Gen Z term. Simp. Oh, a simp is some guy who's completely like um, uh, smitten to the point of losing his own identity because he's so into a girl. He's just all about like, her. Yeah, like he'd do anything. He'd do, but anything. it can also be a girl. Like or a girl anyone can be could a simp. simp for a guy. Yeah, anybody could be a simp. It means just like I'm anything you want. I'm totally into you. Yeah. So I just looked up. Gen Z terms, because I realized those were the only two I could think of at the moment. So let's see. Oh, the first thing it says is cancel culture, but you know what that is. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> these are so easy. Glow up. Do you know what a glow up is? Yeah. So you, you were uh, ugly as a kid. You grew up <laughs> and you became gorgeous. <laughs> Their definition says glow up describes a makeover or transformation from bad to good in some way. Yeah. It's fun. Do you know what a stan is? A stan is like a um your biggest fan it comes from the Eminem song. Like the, the stan is the guy is the is the is the fan who would do anything for you almost to the point of obsession. Like you stan them. Like 
support. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, last one. Let's see. Wig. Wig? Mm-hmm. Like I wigged out? Like I went crazy? No, just wig. Wig? I don't know that one. <laughs> Make it up. So wig, <laughs> wig is like... Um, I wig for you is a verb. It's a verb you use, and it means that my head explodes and my hair automatically changes colors whenever you're around. That's powerful. (laughs) That's deep right there. Um, So this one, this must be wrong because this is way different than your definition. Yeah. Um, It says, wig is something you can say to express admiration for something when it is so exciting that your wig might have been blown off. Yeah, I knew it had something to do with blowing off your, yeah, blowing off your top. (laughs) That was a good segment, Maggie. Thank you very much. I'm glad I could assist. You know what I love? I do know what you love. You? Disc golf. Oh, (laughs) disc golf. I do love disc golf. Yeah, it's, I've been getting into it a lot more lately too. And I used to play with other friends with my buddy Howie back in the day, a long time ago. But, um, yeah, I'm getting together. And I think the part of the reason is Simon mm-hmm. because our dog, Simon, who has been abused and he's like. Not uh, by us. Not by, not by <laughs> us. We, we rescued him. Yeah. He was like in a really bad situation where he was beaten. The guy who actually owned him owned, more, I think, more than a dozen, maybe 20 dogs. Um, some of them had passed away. He was whipping them with electrical wires. We saved Simon. And it's taken a long time to, like, earn his trust, to build his trust in our life. And that's become, like, our thing. He loves it. Mm -hmm. And we go out with two other friends of mine and their dogs. And this particular park, you can let your dogs off leash and they if they stay with you. And it's his favorite thing. He's just totally digging it. And so am I. Disc golf is awesome. (laughs) Are you good at it? Ah, that's really rude for you to ask in front of many people. (laughs) No, I I am quite terrible at any sort of frisbee, which is, I do you remember, this was like probably over a year ago, we tried to film a TikTok in the oh, backyard yeah. where I threw you a frisbee and you did a backflip, caught it mid-backflip. Yeah, catching the frisbee upside down, which I can do. Yeah, the issue was I can't throw a frisbee straight. That was problematic. And we, I felt so bad. You did so many backflips, and we never got it. That we did t- it for like two or three days. Yeah, we tried multiple times, and we never got it. I remember running back and forth at our yard, like following the Frisbee, and then trying to do a backflip and catching it, oh, which I used so to do bad. that in, in college, but it's been many years since college. And Just a few. <laughs> yeah, my backflip is it's not quite as high as it used to be, and I do take advantage of like the downhill slope. Yeah. I'm a big fan of like looking at the ground and going, which way is downhill? Okay, I'm going to backflip <laughs> that way. <laughs> I will say, for someone who sucks as fris- at Frisbee as much as I do, I killed it the other day at Frisbee on Wii Sports with some friends. It was so funny because we were playing a game where you were playing Wii and you threw the Frisbee and a dog had to catch it. And I told them beforehand, I was like, guys, I'm really bad at Frisbee. I don't know how this is going to work. And it went in two rounds. In the first round... I missed the first four shots. Like, they weren't even catchable by this animated dog. And the second one, I did okay. And animated dogs have pretty great reflexes. They do. They're really good. So if you can't throw it to where they can catch it. But um, it was Chris and Aiden I was playing with, and they were laughing at me so much. And they were, like, it was insane. I was laughing, too. It was insane how badly I did. And the second round was five more shots that you got to throw. 
and I made every single one except one perfect, and I won the whole game. And with it, those five shots? Yeah. What changed? I don't know. And we were literally just sitting there, or we were standing, staring, and nobody said anything for a few minutes. We were just like, what just happened? I took a picture of the scoreboard. I was so happy. Well, you know what we're going to do? As soon as this podcast is over, no. we're going to go play disc golf because I think that was a breakthrough moment. And I think this is where you're going to like totally figure it out. I, don't I can totally so. teach you, Maggie. I, it's not something I think I want to learn. Well, that's a problem. But <laughs> would you at least indulge me for a few minutes and we can do it together? All right. We'll think see. about that. We'll because I just, man, this has been a great podcast because we've covered so much. We talked about Maggie passing out. We yeah. talk about... Maggie as Peter, as Tinkerbell in Peter Pan with blonde hair. (laughs) You know, speaking of which, it's probably a really good thing you never had one of your passing out episodes when you were Tinkerbell. That's true. Can you imagine that? You'd be up there in the rafters and then just you'd start dangling by your waist, flopping down like this. And as I'm trying to pull you in the air. A limp seventh grader hanging from a wire. (laughs) Yes, that that would not be, um, you know, very... A different show. It would be a different show entirely. (laughs) Would have left a big impact, though. But it never happened. It's true. It never happened. We also talked about gibberish Mm -hmm. and Gen Z terms and disc golf. So let's go play. Mm -hmm. Let's wrap this thing up. Uh, We'll see. We'll see. All righty. High five on a great episode. High five. Thanks, everybody, for uh, (laughs) continuing the more time. We suck at high fives. We'll see you next week. Max and Dad's wholesome chaos. Now